Welcome to another episode of Living an Ultralife. I'm Mike, and I'm your very, very strange, weird host, which is why this episode we're going to talk about what distance runners think about on the long run. Here's probably my number one topic that I think about a lot on long runs. I think about food, especially when you get to that point where you're really in a calorie deficit, which for me is somewhere you know between 13 and 20 miles. You've now hit a calorie deficit. You literally cannot take in enough calories for what you're burning. And so I begin to dream of food. One of my all-time specials that my wife actually made me one time, I came back from a long run and I said, I want apple pie with bacon on top. Now, I literally on my run was making my apple pie with bacon. So I started with bacon on the bottom, the apple pie filling in the middle and crust on the top. And I decided that would probably be a little too greasy. So that probably wouldn't work very well. So then I thought, no, no, no. No, no, a really crisp crust with the apple pie filling in it and make sure that the apple pie filling has some cinnamon in it. Don't ask me why cinnamon. I just, I was like, cinnamon just sounds really good because then the cinnamon could kind of bubble up into the bacon on the top of it. I was really desiring that home cooked apple pie with bacon, crisp bacon on top. So another time that I was running, you know, potatoes have always, I've always kind of had a love affair with potatoes. Now, as I've gotten older, potatoes don't have a love affair with my waistline. And so, you know, we very much restrict how much I eat potatoes. But this one run, and I don't even remember how long I was, but I got to thinking about the perfect baked potato. All right, so here is my perfect baked potato. You take a baked potato and you slice up some steak really, really thin. And you put the steak in between the potato part and the skin part. And then on top of that, you smother it with butter. And then on top of the butter, a really sharp cheddar cheese. Okay, so has to, very important, has to be a really sharp cheddar cheese. All right, and then you sprinkle bacon, of course, because I think every one of my long runs involves bacon. Like right now, I'm thinking of bacon. So bacon on top of that, am I distracting you yet? Is anybody getting hungry yet? You probably won't after this because then I thought the absolute perfect thing for the top of the baked potato with steak along the skin and butter smothered over it and sharp cheddar cheese and bacon bits all over the top is to right on the top, the, the creme de la creme would be strawberry jam. I haven't done this yet, but you know, I'm, I'm hungry while I'm doing this. And so I'm kind of thinking, hmm, that's some of the food items I think of. The, the other day I thought of lollipops out of nowhere. I don't think I've had a lollipop in like forever. And I thought, I wonder what it'd be like to run with a lollipop in your mouth. Like, what would you do with the stick when you got done with it? And Never run with lollipops in your mouth. <laughs> I thought that was scissors. You don't put scissors in your mouth anyway. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Never run carrying scissors. Oh, and don't run with scissors in your mouth. There you go. That is a special, special tip. insert tip from Living an Ultralife. Never run with scissors in your mouth. 
Yeah, so calorie deficiency is a is a real thing. The other thing that I'll think about is, so you know how you have your electrolyte mix? And I actually know people, here's a shout out to Chelsea. I love you, miss you, miss running with you. So I've often thought, I wonder if, and I don't even like alcohol, but I've thought, so I have this cinnamon scratch that I use right now from Scratch Labs and shameless plug for Scratch Labs. They have excellent electrolyte water if you're ever looking for it because they do not have the amount of sugar that most electrolyte drinks have in them. So you do not get that sugar gut bomb feeling from Scratch Labs. All right, but Scratch Labs has this wonderful cinnamon. And I thought, I wonder what a shot of fireball in the cinnamon electrolyte would be like. So Chelsea, if you're listening, there's your tip. So the other thing that I think about, and this happens a lot, I think of how to spell strange words. The other day I was out running and you know, we're still in the midst of COVID world. And so we're getting all kinds of strange words that I've never heard of before, you know, thrown at you and everything. So a word that gets thrown around a lot is pseudoscience. So I'm out running and I thought, how do you spell pseudoscience? Now, I was about 12 or so miles into it at this point. And so literally out loud, there's plenty of people around. Here is weird Mike running up and down the hills and I am spelling pseudoscience out loud. So here you go. One of the first tries was pseudo, S-U, I-T-O. And I thought, nah, that can't be right because there's a P in there and I could not get the P to come out. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds bad. (laughs) Anyway, during this run, I knew there was a P in there someplace, but I could not get the P to come out when I'm spelling pseudo. So I tried S-U-I-T-O. That didn't work. I tried tried S-U-E-D-O and I thought, that sounds close, but that's not right either. I tried to spell pseudoscience for at least 10 of the short up the hill jogs, and I could not figure out how to spell pseudoscience. But I do know how to spell pseudoscience now, and I don't need any help from the editor because we looked it up during our first take, and I know that it is P S E U D O. S-C-I-N-C-E. Thank you very much. That is your spelling bee. But I think of words like that. So the other day I thought of psychotic because I was out running lots of miles and I thought, well, this is kind of psychotic. And then I was like, how the hell do you spell that? And so then I was trying to spell psychotic. And I'm just telling you, the English language is just weird. I don't know why they put that P in there because it shouldn't be, right? I mean, does everybody agree that there shouldn't be a P in that? Other times I will think of very strange things like math problems because, I mean, everybody does math in their heads. 62 times 58, do that in your head. I'll think of things like how to increase my profit margin. And if I increase my profit by 0.5% and I sell an extra 150 of these, how much will that add to my bottom line at the end of the month? I'm not really sure what my answers come out to be, but I am trying to figure it out on the long run. On one long run, I thought of world peace because there's a lot of chaos going on in the world today. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if there was just worldwide peace where there's just this lack of conflict, lack of division, lack of chaos. So I was thinking of world peace. Now, I grew up 
in Boulder County. I'm not a Boulderite like my forever girlfriend, but one of the bumper stickers that went around when we were in high school was visualize world peas. W-H-I-R-L-E-D peas, P-E-A-S. So I am out on a run thinking of the chaos and just kind of praying, you know, God, where are you and all this? And in my head pops visualize world peas. So I went from world peace to world peas to the point of I now have a blender in my head and I have a little bit of milk and a can of peas and I hit start. And I almost barfed. All right, so we're going to get off of that topic. My brain goes all kinds of weird places when I am running. A lot of runners talk about the pain cave. My way of getting through the pain cave is go someplace strange. I mean, if you're going to be in a cave, might as well go someplace strange. So I go, I go strange places. Food, world bees, spelling, math thinking about profit margins, just strange places like that. However, this is where you get the serious part. So if you made it through all of Mike's weirdness, now you get what Mike thinks about probably the most on a long run. I think about all of the millions and millions of people who are laying in a hospital bed today, who are laying in a nursing home, who are sitting at home with strange, don't even know what's causing their inability to get out and about and function as a healthy human being. And I think about how many of those people wish that they could be out running with me. When I begin to think about that, and this is where many, many times when I am in a world of hurt and everything in my body is aching, and I'm wondering if I can continue to push on, I go to this place because this is the place where I begin to run with an incredible amount of gratefulness and thinking about how incredibly blessed I am. Because I have this gift of being able to put one foot in front of the other to just keep on moving forward, relentlessly forward, purposely moving relentlessly forward, putting the foot in front of the other. And I think about and I pray for the millions of people who deeply desire to be out in the great outdoors with the sun shining on their face, the wind kind of rustling around them, blowing their hair if they have it. If they're not, they're blessed to just have a bald head. That's where my brain goes the most when I'm on a long run. It's just concentrating on how blessed am I to be able to have this gift of running, to be able to do the things that I do, to be able to think the weird thoughts that I think, to be able to dream up incredibly strange foods that nobody will probably ever want to eat. I'm blessed. And if you're able to get out and go for a run, think about how blessed you are because there are lots of people that wish that they were in your shoes. That's it for this week's episode of Living and Ultra Life.